Hi, welcome to episode 37. Today we'll be reading from Romans chapter 2, verses 25 through 29. For circumcision is indeed profitable if you keep the law, but if you are a breaker of the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Therefore, if an uncircumcised man keeps the righteous requirements of the law, will not his uncircumcision be counted as circumcision? And will not the physically uncircumcised, if he fulfills the law, judge you who even with your written code and circumcision are a transgressor of the law? For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor a circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. First, let's look at the significance of circumcision. Genesis chapter 17, verses 7 through 11, talk about what the meaning of circumcision is. God said to Abraham, And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also I give to you and your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, all the land of Canaan, as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said to Abraham, As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you, throughout their generations. This is my covenant which you shall keep between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male child among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and you. Circumcision was an outward sign of this covenant between man and God, and it was given to Abraham before the law was given. God would give them a land of their own and be their God, and circumcision was their acknowledgement that they were his covenant people. Over 400 years later, when God was preparing to bring Israel into the land he had promised them, he gave them his law to instruct them on how to worship him, how to live as his people, and how to govern themselves as a nation. But what we see throughout the history of the nation of Israel is that the people continued to be circumcised while failing to keep God's law. God fulfilled his end of the covenant by giving them the land and being their God. But their acknowledgement of this covenant by circumcision meant nothing if they invalidated that covenant by disregarding God's commands and, in effect, rejecting him as their God. How can you say that he's your God if you live in disobedience to him? Paul told the Jews who prided themselves in the distinction circumcision brought to them as a people that it is a mere form without substance if they do not keep the law. All their trust in circumcision profits them nothing. And he would say the same about the religious traditions that many hold to as the sign of their relationship with God. The church attendance, the sacraments, the benevolence, the prayer we prayed one time at an altar, all of them mean nothing if our lives are lived in disobedience to God. Galatians chapter 6 verses 13 through 15 says, For not even those who are circumcised keep the law. But they desire to have you circumcised, that they may boast in your flesh. But God forbid that I should boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me, and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but a new creation. Beware that you don't trust in some religious ritual, some tradition of man, as the basis for your right relationship with God. There is one way to be right with God, and it is through the cross of his son. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear from you, so feel free to leave a comment below. If this has been an encouragement to you, please subscribe and share.